And this is Money Mind on CNA 938. I'm Chu Wee Lin with Stanley Leong. And with us now is Andrew Chow, founder of the online media company Key People of Influence. And uh, he'll be sharing tips from his book, Social Media 247. Now, Andrew, thanks very much for joining us. Tell us first about your relationship with social media. How did you become an expert on it? <laughs> Actually, it's a long story. Back in 2008 or 2009, I was frustrated that, that I lost touch with all my primary school classmates and uh, we, were, we were studying together back in 1979. So I go on Facebook to look for every one of them. And believe it or not, I found 31 out of 37 of us and I had a class gathering with our teachers. So it has always been a very important chapter in my life. And I found that even at age of 41 then, uh, I was able to uh, enjoy it, uh, learn from it, leverage it, and I decided to teach it. And uh, eventually I wrote a book about it. And uh, since I was a trainer, I began to um, influence a lot of organization back then to use social media. But a lot has changed since then. So uh, that was my brief history of how I got involved very much with social media. Right. So it was really used in a more, on a more personal, personal social level rather than for business context. You mentioned that a lot has changed since the book was written and published and where we are today. What are the key differences as to how social media was used back then and how uh, much more potential it can be used for today's business operations? Okay, so first and foremost, 10 years ago, it was like a bonus. So if your business has social media, you are seen as one up, you are more uh, cutting edge, so to say. But today, if you have social media, you're just uh, one of the guys. So it has become more crowded, it has become more um, um, influential, and it's very difficult to create content that is engaging because today there are so much more tools and a lot of them has to do with artificial intelligence. So a lot of things have changed. So in the past, it was like uh, you have a lot of creativity. Now you need to depend a lot on technology. And of course, the maturity of the audience have also increased. Um, there's a new generation of millennials that born with the iPad in their mouth. And right now, I think um, their opinion really matters. So if you're on social media, you have to be in the conversation. Whereas in the past 10 years ago, you're just concerned about creating content. But whether is it 10 years ago or now, you need to do one thing and that is to build a tribe, to build a follower. If not, then social media is just another um, uh, communication tools that you use. So you will not be able to maximize it. So remember, social media is about content context and community. So three C's have to come together. The platforms are really not so important as long as you know where your customers are, you go to the platform that your customers are actually in. So that is a key difference between 10 years ago and now. So a lot of things are much more complicated. Right. You mentioned uh, being in the conversation, building a tribe. How do you do that? How do you make your product sexy, especially if it's something boring, like maybe you're selling, I don't know, diapers or hardware or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. No offense to the diapers and hardware sellers out there. Diapers are pretty exciting. Well, you know, some leak. Yes, what? actually, Speaking from personal experience. Um, yeah, actually, if you look at uh, every product, as long as there are conversation, you are a winner. So I give an example. The message has to be the same, 
but you may not always be the messenger. So if the message come from you, it's promotion, it's advertising, right? If the message come from the user, then it's endorsement, then it's rating, or then it's testimonial. It's a totally different ballgame. So why is it that some companies, they have ambassadorship program? Why is it that companies uh, engage influencer? Because the message is always stronger coming from a third party, preferably someone very authoritative or someone very popular on social media having a lot of following. Then the message is very powerful. People tend to believe third party opinion. So a case in point, if you go for travel and you want to look at destination, you look at the review, you look at what people say uh, for those who have gone before you and if majority of them say it's good, your mind is set, you want to go there. So we are always influenced by someone else's opinion. Believe it or not, whether you say it's true or not, on social media, it's always true. You want to look at the review. So if you have 3.5 upon uh, 5, then you think that the review is not as good as someone who got 4.5 upon 5. So that is just how human psychology works. And social media is really about psychology. It is an emotional place. Yeah, and I got to understand a little bit more about it, more deeper insight after watching Social Dilemma on uh, Netflix. We don't know if you've uh, caught that documentary of sorts. Nope. Yeah, that was awesome. very interesting. I mean, yeah, they're talking about, you know, psychology and how, you know, they, they bring people who feel the same way, think the same way together. And by doing so also, it makes society more polarized because, you know, if I think this way, for instance, if it's the US, for instance, the Democrats will huddle together and say, hey, the other side, they don't see my views. And the Republicans on the other side would think that the other side is, you know, not quite uh, there. So very yeah. interesting. Uh, we're talking about psychology, Andrew. Hmm. So uh, I'd like to add to your point, you brought a very, very interesting point. Social media today, I'm sad to say, has gone to a point of manipulation because uh, the people behind platforms, they are now studying into human behavior, human psychology. They have massive data collected from your user behavior. And this is a matter of ethics. So if you have data, you will tend, you'll be tempted to open up the file and look at what is involved and decide, hmm, I do not want to win everything, but I want to win something and look at all the gray areas and I start pushing content that's meant for this group of people to change their mind. So by and by, you manipulate the minds and perception of people. So on social media, if you always look at a, a rioting video, after a while, you will be seeing a lot of hate speeches, you'll be seeing a lot of fake news, and that is the way how it works. Have you ever wondered that why you keep seeing something? And the scary thing is sometimes you talk to your friends just talking and your phone is on and you'll be surprised that a few hours later you saw the ad that you were talking about. So it's really frightening how uh, different platform and even hardware pick up data just by voice just by uh, your habits itself. So social media has become a dangerous place, but of course, we all know, we all need to protect ourselves smartly. This is Money Mind on CNA 938, and we are speaking with Andrew Chow, founder of the online media company, Key People of Influence, learning how to harness the power of social media to boost your business. And Andrew is also the author of Social Media 247. If you have any questions for him, call us at 66911-938 or text us with 96311-938. So Andrew, could you give us some examples of the kind of content we could create to build a relationship with our audience? 
Okay, so number one is that we often forget that promotion is not a content. So your advertisement, your your all your all your marketing material, they are good, but they need to follow a certain ratio. So uh, the best practice is every four things you share, one thing can be for direct promotion and selling. So what are the content is worth sharing that people engages with you? So. I think all good content has three principles. Number one, they need to educate people, teach people something. Number two, you need to entertain people. Give them a different way of consuming the same information. And number three, very important, to engage them. So for example, if every Monday, you know that everyone is having a Monday blues, you have some inspiration to get everybody going, right? On Friday, it's relaxing. Talk, talk about family, link your product to family time, link your product to leisure, link your product to sports, and that is great. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are good days in the week where you talk about um, client case study, if you are permissible to do so. You can showcase your stuff, and that is very important for employer branding. And then you can talk about your culture, your vision, and your mission. So social media is about storytelling. If you are a good storyteller, and when you skillfully insert a promotion, if you skillfully insert a plug for something, you will win because people take it wholesale. Look, they enjoy 80% of the time information that enrich their life, and they are okay with 20% of promotion. All right. So, when, when you have a follower that engages with your info and once in a while you have open house event, you have a fire sale, people tend to join you because they want to see who is the guy behind the brand and they also want to talk to other followers. So that is how you do it. It's a long game. It's a marathon. It's never a sprint. So if you're new to social media, please do not expect to see results in three months, maybe if you are great in six months and you see a follow, whether you're on LinkedIn, whether you're on Facebook, or whether you're on TikTok, it works the same way. You need to have good content and then the conversation will follow. Will there be certain um, platforms where you can be a little bit more social and informal, for instance, Facebook or Instagram, for instance, but if you're on LinkedIn, you would tend to want to be a little bit more professional about what you post and how you post. Yes, that's a good question. So I always say, if you want to just go to a coffee shop, you'll visit Facebook. <laughs> if you want to go fine dining, you go and visit LinkedIn because it's professional, only one picture. Everything about you, it's about work, it's about the image. But if you like to be very niche, you like village cooking, you, you enjoy a lot of graphics, then you go to Instagram, right? And if you are really younger, you go to Telegram. You just want the basic info, you are impatient, you just want to search for something quickly, you go there, right? And if you want to be a star, and you think that you have potential to be the next uh, talk show host, then maybe you join TikTok, where you um, uh, employ your creativity to, to, to actually do a lot of fun video. So there is a language in every platform for you to familiarize. So you go to where your personality is wired. Don't go to a place where it's popular. Go to a place where you're comfortable and meet like-minded people. So if you're intellectual, you go to a place like Quora, you go to a place like SlideShare where you can download a lot of presentation. 
So there is something for everyone. Facebook is actually now not the kingpin of social media because now so Facebook has a lot of elderly people. My mom at 75, she's very active on Facebook, partially to stalk me, partially to catch up with relatives. <laughs> so uh, it's really fun. It's really very fun that even at 75, 80 years old, the folks are finding Facebook fascinating. And recently, uh, just a few years ago, she asked me for PayPal account. I asked her why. Oh, she wants to e-commerce. I said, you don't have a credit card. And you know what her answer is? Then just use yours first. Uh. I just want to <laughs> So, So life is exciting. If you look at social media as a place to relax, that will be a place of relaxation. If you think social media is a waste of time, then you'll always find that it's a waste of time. It is like a club. You meet who you want to see, you see what your mind imagines. So social media is not a good or a bad place, it is just one avenue. And I must say, I think Stanley and Willing, you'll be happy to know that mainstream media 10 years ago was under so much pressure to perform because social media emerges, right? But I think 10 years on, the mainstream media did very well because they immersed themselves onto social. This same, maybe this podcast will be shared on social media and there'll be a lot of conversation that carry on, right? So I think even the way that's been reported on TV versus on Facebook is different. Why? Because the language is different. The mainstream media adopt, adapt very well. And I must really say that across the board in Asia, um, Mainstream media use social media to the max. All right, the way they report is just like a blog. It's so fascinating when you follow a crisis. Well, it's been fascinating speaking with you, Andrew. I wish we had more time, but unfortunately, we've run out of it. Thanks very much for joining us to share your insights. And that was Andrew Chow, founder of the online media company Key People of Influence. He's also the author of Social Media 247, which is available at candidcreation.com. And Andrew's website is andrewchow.sg. Roadworks are plenty. Zooming in on a few. Upper Bukitima Road. Hi, Andrew. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for, for joining us. That was fantastic. Wow, thank you very much. Especially love the story about your mom and her PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is all real. I always tell this story and I always encourage people who are, who are elderly to just hop on the social media. You are very right, especially now when they're all staying at home. It's important for them to keep in touch with their friends at least, or maybe family overseas as well. Thank you so much, James. Uh, James Andrew. <laughs> um, anyway, we will. I will let you know if we will be posting this interview uh, on our Facebook page, and sure, then we'll send sure. over the link. Sure. Thank you. Thank you so much, Andrew. You have a great Thursday. Yeah. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.